Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we are talking about dead space. Make sure you shoot off the limbs first, and then the head. Details at 11. With me to shoot off all the limbs and then the head, details at 11, is my good friend Craig. I am not here right now because I am currently hiding around a corner, too scared to proceed. Mm. Mm. Uh, do you have do you have that cool thing on your spine to let you know? Oh, of course it's got one light on it. That's good, isn't it? Uh, very good, very good. Light. Blinking red means doing okay, doing okay, doing okay. <laughs> Yeah, so today we're talking about Dead Space, and this came out in the year of 2008. Wow, worldwide in October. Uh, there's a little bit of squiffy on the dates, like all throughout October, but it came out in October 2008, and it released on the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, and Microsoft Windows. I personally played it on the PlayStation 3 because I trophies are a thing and I'm sick with it. Mm -hmm. So, Craig, where'd you play it? Oh, God. Right, so trophies are a thing, and I really wanted to play it on the PlayStation 3, but I am in the unfortunate position where I have a subscription to every single thing known to man, and it is on EA Access on the Xbox You One. have Pornhub Premium? Oh, sorry, I mean gaming-wise. So, like, you know, like, both EA Accesses, Xbox Live Gold, PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so, uh, in other words, you are set... So, so, um... I'm set, but I don't eat well. I've got rice for dinner. <laughs> rice and pinto beans, the breakfast of champions. Yep. Uh, how, out of curiosity, how did it play? Uh, any hiccups? Uh, do you know what? It was okay. and It, it actually played reasonably well, and it, it may as well, because your, the, your next question is going to be, do you have any history with Dead Space? Is that your next question? Actually, actually no. My, my next thing was going to talk about who made oh, it. Crap. But, um... Oh, Carry on, crap. my son. Okay, so um, because you've just asked <laughs> um, about my history with Dead Space, uh, I have actually accidentally played this before. Oh my which gosh, Craig. The ever, ever loving hell out of me. Um, I don't know how it happened. Like, I, I literally don't know how it happened. I'm, I'm sitting and I'm playing it and I'm like, this feels roughly familiar this feels roughly familiar to be honest because i thought i hadn't played it and because of the conversations we've had in the past i thought i was playing alien isolation so i was ready to be because i really want to play that game and I, I want i want to do it with you i was ready for hiding in cupboards and hiding from aliens but at the very start of this game, when the first you get sight of the first alien, I thought, "Oh crap! I'm not playing Alien Isolation. I'm playing a completely different <laughs> game because that is not what I was." It expecting. doesn't say Alien Isolation on the cover. Should have been your first it, hint. It it doesn't. Yeah, but it took until a wee bit into the game where the game gives you a prompt, something like shooting them in the body. It, I can't remember what the guy says. Shoot them in the body doesn't work. You've got to dismember them. You've got, and I'm like, I've I've played this before. And in the next few encounters, I was like, oh my god, I've actually played this before. And at that point, I put my head in my hands, and I thought, <laughs> Dave's going to mock me. Dave's going to mock me. Well, um, okay, so we've done this a few times on the show. But, uh, dear listener, you, you have no idea the amount of games that we've discussed 
that Craig has said, yeah, never played it. Looks really cool. Love to play it. And then comes back and, oh, yeah, I finished that like 10 years ago. It, it, it's getting above like halfway through the double digits, I think, by now. Mm-hmm. Um, As a, a disclaimer, a, a um, reasonably sobering disclaimer, I do have something wrong with my memory. And I'm currently part of some sort of research group to figure out exactly what that is. But I have basically no memories from from quite a lot of my life. (laughs) Um, What was the alcohol level during those years? Well, uh, you know what? I thought that was my initial thought, but this is from childhood, so we're okay. Unless my mum and dad were like... You know, Craig, you need to go to sleep now. Here's a couple of Guinnesses. <laughs> Here's a pint. Tattle <laughs> off the bed. Exactly. Uh, um, okay, so it's yeah. it's long-term memory that you're having yeah, trouble yeah, with. Absolutely. Long-term memory is shot. And anything I do remember, it turns out the key thing, and this is really quite serious for this normal kind of podcast, but if you think back to a time long in the past and you can think, oh, I remember being there. That was great experience and this and that. I don't have that. I can remember things from my past, but I see it in the third person. I see myself in the third person doing the thing that I think I remember doing. Like, it's really freaky. That's very weird. Anyway, okay, back to the, back to the thing. So, uh, Craig, I'm glad that we can exploit your trouble here for our mm-hmm. own amusement and perhaps uh, edification, I guess would be the, yeah. the perfect word. Okay, so putting that on hold... Uh, this was developed by EA Redwood, which, if I am not mistaken, these are the guys that ended up rebranding themselves as Visceral. We've done a Visceral game in the past. Uh, that was Dante's Inferno, of which Craig was not here because it's like one of the two episodes you missed. But um, I talked about my history with Visceral there. Do you have any history with Visceral at all? Oh, dear God. Uh, I'm going to say no just because... Try to think. What have they done? Did they do... No. They did the sequel to Army of Two. They did... Uh, I've never played it. They did the Godfather games. They they did... No. Uh, uh, T- Tiger Woods 07? Uh, I've played our Tiger Woods. And the Sean Connery James Bond game. Uh, those are like their nope, big ones. Okay, well then... Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Battlefield Hardline. Be, um, oh, I've played Hardline. That was terrible. Ah, well, good for them. Uh, I never did play it. The, the concept sounded fun. The single player was reasonably fun. The multiplayer was awful because they tried to do this compact Call of Duty quick feel in streets and towns, and it just it didn't work. I always think Battlefield needs to be large scale. You know, like yeah, it, it, and... uh, judging by the marketing, it looked like somebody took Battlefield and Payday and kind of mm-hmm. mashed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which sounds like yeah, a great have... idea. I've not played anything in here at all. Okay, so Craig has zero history with Visceral, so this will be your virgin affair. Um, which I'm sure you can find that on a bookshelf somewhere near you. That's pretty good title. So, all right, uh, my history with Dead Space is one of just gushing, I, I guess. Like, I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum, but um, Dead Space is by far one of my favorite more favorite horror franchises uh, until you get to the third one. Third one was, eh. but um, during this period, the the PlayStation 3, 360 period, 
Uh, I was looking forward to Dead Space games way more than I was Resident Evil games or Silent Hill games. or Like, this was my flagship horror franchise for these years. Um, I'm sad to see it go, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, I bought Dead Space. I beat it the day I got it when I, I bought it new. Uh, and then I just replayed it a couple times. You know, did the thing where you only play through with the uh, the mining laser, the plasma cutter. And then, you know, try to beat it on hard and stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting stuff that this does that I honestly don't know why more games don't do it. But we'll talk about that after. Craig! Yes? You're not a horror meister. No, I'm not. I uh, still want to play Alien Isolation, which we could do as your pick mm -hmm. for the next yes. batch. But, um, first off, how did the horror strike you in this? Uh, your previous experience, too, if you can. It's um, this time round. I felt quite tense at the start because I thought I was playing Alien Isolation. Uh, after I realised that I had some sort of weaponry in my hand, and mm -hmm. that there was a specific tactic. And now, I, I, just to be clear, I didn't play the full game through this time. I did the required thirty, forty minutes of my slow playing of a game. Um, <laughs> so you got I through felt, the tutorial message. Got through the tutorial message, I saw my comrades be killed, and then I walked down one corridor. No, no, I got further <laughs> than that. Um, I felt fine. Do you know, I think, in terms of horror, this has heaps of that, you know, atmosphere that I normally dread, but with a gun in a hand, and a torch, and the the method to kill the enemy, it feels a lot more... It's it's not as uncomfortable for me as something like Resident Evil Seven, or like um, what else have we played that was horrory? That, Resident you know Evil I mean? Two remake. Yeah, it well that was kind of half okay, but it it's it just felt more like an it's it's more actiony. That's what I'm trying to say. It's more I it's more of an actiony thing. Um, first of all, when you were saying with a gun in your hand, I was mm -hmm. really hoping you would end that with a song in your heart. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if it has to do with first person. It might. It, it might genuinely actually be first person because I can't think of a find. That's your. That's your mission. Should you choose to accept it, find something that's as scary as this, but first person. Because is is Resident Evil as scary as this? Is or uh, seven specifically? Oh, uh, uh, seven. I think. I think in terms of like the scarometer. Mm -hmm. uh, it is higher only because okay. there's a lot more, oddly enough, a lot more alien. Like, they're people, but they're not acting like people. Mm -hmm. And Jack is always like, welcome to the family, son. And then he just Fair pops enough. you. Um, yeah, I, I think Seven has a lot more horror. I wonder how you do with the Silent Hill game. Because it's third person, but it's a much more uh, not, ooh, here's a spooky monster. It's very psychological. But we've, that is we've, a franchise I have never even touched. I've never, I've never, I've never ever played a Silent Hill um, I, I like I would have you pegged more as a clock tower guy, but you you might mm -hmm. enjoy Silent Hill. I mean, not okay. not the first one because boy, but uh, yeah yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, so this really didn't other than atmosphere hit you. Uh, how a, did a couple of a couple of points where like at one point I opened the door. And there was a guy's legs dangling. This is very early on. There's a guy's legs dangling. I thought, oh no, I'm going to get mulled to death from above. <laughs> but it felt at points 
reasonably scripted in terms of enemy encounters. So because I play slowly, I didn't feel like I was constantly being harassed by scary things. I felt like I was always prepared for going around that corner. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have seen, uh, listener, we, we, I've watched Craig play, and I've never seen anybody play a game quite the way, the way Craig does. So for me, I'll still get a jump every now and then because I'm just like, oh, there's a corner. Pfft, what's around it? Yeah, I, I'm not like, all right, let me let me edge my way. Okay, we're clear. Yeah, I, I don't do that. So yeah, I could I could see how that could actually take away some of the fright because yeah, uh, there are like jump scare moments in this, but most of the jump scares are empty hallway. You hear a couple banging and then blah, monsters in your face. Yeah. Um. How do you feel about the monsters? Because I really enjoyed the way the monsters look in this. It's very teenage oh, horror-y. Yeah, they, they look great. Big, pincery, jaggy things. Reasonably humanoid in places, but not overly. And I think that extended arm-leg type thing really it nails it in terms of murdering them to death by dismemberment because you can just shoot legs, shoot arms, shoot head... Stamp, you like to stamp in a lot of things here. Oh, you put Dan. you put your heart and soul into that stamp too. It's, yeah. it's like, oh look, there's a crate that might have ammunition. <laughs> stamp. <laughs> you attack those crates like it murdered your family. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like the way uh, in this. Like in in, I'm gonna default to Resident Evil because it's something you have experience with. The enemy design in Resident Evil doesn't factor into the gameplay. But mm. it's like they had the gameplay first of, okay, we want something where you have to dismember things. And they're like, what's a good design starting from that? And everything in this has very uh, clear appendages. And yeah, they, they yeah. use them and you know, okay, okay, so if I get hit by this, take out his arm, things like that. Uh, I, I really like the way the enemies look and act in this. Most of them, it, it's kind of strange because there are really just the base of if C player... Rush player. That is all. Uh-huh. There's no there's That's, no tactics, no nothing. It's just bleh. There's nothing at all. But it it I think it works because it makes it feel not alien, but it makes it feel nat- natural. It makes them feel more natural as a, f- a as a thing that just wants to murder you. Yeah, they're very I'm mindless. Gonna, yeah, like Wolfenstein dogs. Yeah, there you go. Uh Wolfenstein dogs uh, do have appendages. Wouldn't recommend trying to dismember them. No. Probably not no, good. All right. So another big thing that this game brings to the table that uh, I-, I love to death is the uh, navigation. Did you try this at all? Try the, navigating uh, my way about the place? Did, did you ever push in the right thumbstick? Uh, no, not at any particular point. Unless I did by accident. I don't think so. Really? I just went round, I just snuck everywhere, and any door that opened, I went in. Oh my gosh, Craig, you're blowing my mind here. Okay, so, uh, at any given point in the game, like, it's available to you at all times, even in boss fights, if you so desire. If you click in the right thumbstick, there's a little, like, GPS thing in Isaac's hand, and it flashes onto the floor, and it draws a line to where your next objective is. No. Yeah. So, no. yep, on this entire ship, you will never be lost. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, that's dumb. You can't explore. I posit to you, good people, that it's actually better for exploring because you don't get that, okay, which way is the main way, which way is the side way. If the that's... line's pointing that way, you know, oh, if I go to the left, 
I did point to the right when I said that way, and you guys couldn't see that. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay, this is an optional area. Let's explore that first and then follow the line. It's brilliant. That, absolutely. Like, in terms of this game, it's already mind-blowing to me. I've already made the decision to sit and play through all of them because they're sitting on the Xbox and I get to play in bed at night and it's super cool. Um, but it's part of the thing that I hate about most games is I love exploring everywhere. When we played Prey is a good example of when I can think of suffering this. I want to know where the main way is so that uh-huh. I can go there last. I want to go there last. I want to explore everything. I want to open every other drawer and look at everything before I go the main way. I don't want to accidentally progress the story before searching everything. And it's not even like just so that the area gets cut off. Or I've not got a fear of that. It's more just a fear of... Being I just thorough. Want to make sure I've, yeah, be thorough. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So and, and the fact that it's completely optional, I think, really helps it. Now, in the second one, they ratchet it up a bit. And uh, I think it, it's sort of, I hate to use this word, but it, it's sort of diegetic in the environment that um, you can click in the thumbstick and then you can have it either track the area you have to go, where the next store is, where the next save point is, or go to the side quest. And it just draws a line and whoop, whoop, and it's all in the environment, and it looks really cool. So, yeah, when you get to Dead Space 2, or even when you go back to 1, uh, click on the thumbstick. It is very yeah. cool. No, I, as soon as I discovered that I had played it before, and I wasn't going to be scared to death, I kind of thought, I'm going to pause this just now. I'm going to pick it up on the PlayStation 3 and just play it, because trophies. Yeah. Um, the other thing that this does that's really cool is everything, all the menus, everything in the game is in the environment. It never pulls you out, including yes. the, the health. The health, I think that is why somebody hasn't swiped that. I don't really know. It's 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 spectacular, as we joked in the intro. Just on your spine, lights, job done. Like, it doesn't look out of place. It doesn't look like someone's got a gaming health bar strapped to their back. It just fits. It's It's quite amazing. Yeah, or uh, when you when you fiddle with your inventory, the way that it brings up like that minority report thing, mm-hmm. and you see Isaac looking at it at the same time, you're like, it is very cool. Um, I also have a little Isaac figure that my wife bought me for Christmas, and his little spine lights up when you push the button, so he is in good health as we speak. Uh, on terms of combat, you have played Resident Evil Two. Mm-hmm. How does yeah. this compare to you? This felt. Way more actiony, a lot easier to manage, a lot less stressful. Um, your reticule that you've got those three wee dots jetting off into this. Oh, it's beautiful! It's amazing because it it plays towards that dismemberment thing again. You're trying to line that up so that you're slicing off a leg or something like that. It just it just feels more playable, and not that Resident Evil isn't playable. No, Resident yeah, I know Evil what you mean. Stressful as hell, but it just made this more kind of enjoyable rather than terrifying you did do the whole like hit the button and then the reticule switches on its axis right yeah yeah yes okay all right just making sure (laughs) Uh, Uh, yeah oh yeah it's like a a surgeon's tool or something it feels not maybe not a modern day surgeon maybe like future surgeon yeah yeah like (laughs) right that's it you've got no arm now next Uh, I did, this time I did the playthrough where uh, you only use that. You don't use any other weapons. 
And it's very cool that the game was still designed around being able to just use your default weapon. Uh, there aren't actually too many enemies where you need to flip it, but it, it's always nice to have as an option for, you know, maybe there's the, the babies on the wall and you need to shoot off the tentacles, so you just... So uh, what we're actually talking about, in case you don't know, is your your reticule is horizontal. It's it's three dots in a row. Uh, if you push the button, it spins to be vertical. So in you know it's easier to shoot off an arm or another appendage you may need to shoot off. So the last, not the last thing, but another big thing I want to bring up with this is, boy, this isn't as gory as I thought it was. No. Like, have our standards changed that much? Because I remember playing it, and it was like, oh, man, that dead space. Yeah, that's that's kind of... It is less gory than Event Horizon, I, I'm pretty sure. I remember it. I mean, Event Horizon isn't that... It's not that gory in the grand scheme of things. But anyway, like, um, I remember playing this the same as you, playing it, thinking I'm shooting off alien legs and arms and heads and I'm stomping and things. And it was amazing. It felt like this kind of, like gory horror experience but now playing it it feels and it's not but it feels like a standard game like the animations for legs popping off and things like that it just feels like oh this is just it's normal it's not anything out of yeah it's the standard usual. stock affair now it's yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. I took off his leg it's fine yeah it, it is it's it's very uh, and i see i remember event horizon didn't am i getting that confused with something didn't i have like the weird people meld together Cronenberg? Or am I thinking of something else? The only thing I remember about Event Horizon is Tim Robbins going slightly mental and um, being left on the ship. To be fair, that's just Tim Robbins on a bad day. That's true. I don't like Tim Robbins, Craig. Do you like Tim Robbins? No, if you could take care of him, I'd really appreciate it. I don't like the fact that he married his mother, too. That's strange. Hang on. I only know Tim Robbins from that (laughs) film... And the Shawshank Redemption. He married Susan Sarandon, but Susan Sarandon always kind of looked older than him, so it oh, looked okay. like he married his mother. Um, she did really good in Dishonored, though, going off on a tangent. Susan Sarandon? Yeah, she was Granny Rex. Was she? Yeah. Oh my god, how do you remember all this? I don't remember any of this. I think um, I knew that. I don't know how I remember that either. I don't remember how old my kid is some days, Craig. Um... But I know that Susan Sarandon was Granny Rags. Uh, okay, so back to Dead Space. Well, you see, there's the tricky bit. Dead Space is a game that's built around, like, one idea. And you can tell it's built around one idea because they fully explore that idea. But even from what you played... And I don't want to talk about the story because the story has a twist ending. It's not exactly the greatest twist ending. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a, you know, if you've got a boner against the Church of Scientology, you'll probably like Dead Space. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there isn't much to say about Dead Space. Like, like it is a fun game that I completed in like six hours, and I enjoyed myself the entire way through. Uh, there's a boss or two that's kind of boring, but. Um, there's really not much this does in terms of variety. What you're doing in the first half hour, you're going to be doing for mostly the entire game, with the exception of zero-G stuff. Did you futz around with the zero-G no. stuff? No, I didn't. Oh, it's pretty cool. I, I, I do want to give them props, too, for when you're outside 
of the ship, like doing a spacewalk, there's no sound other than what you hear in your suit, which is a really cool touch. So you can have monsters sneak up on you and they're screaming their stupid heads off, but all you're hearing is you breathing and you stomping. It's very cool. And I don't know why uh, more places haven't fudged with, you know, cutting out one of your senses. But, um, yeah, that's kind of it for Dead Space. Um, Oddly enough, I'm getting flashbacks from when we did Dante's Inferno, where it's like they had an idea and they based a whole game around it. But in terms of interesting things it does, it kind of front loads everything. Like, I mean, there's some cool boss fights where, if you don't mind the spoilers, uh, something with a giant tentacle grabs you and you have to aim while you're upside down because this is very much a game about aiming. And it's nice that they throw that. But other than that, to be honest, it, you're pretty much doing the same thing. Just here's a couple new enemies. Or here's um, a little place where, you know, uh, you have to play asteroids with a giant turret. Yeah, it, it does some things, but not a lot to where we can sit and really discuss this is what this game does cool. Other than what it does, it does very well. And this is very final thoughts hey. It is very final thoughts. Just to chime in then on that, yeah. I completely agree because it just it you've got it's not a one trick pony in the ter- in sense of terms of a derogatory thing. It says it was a one trick pony, no. but it kind of is a one trick pony. But it's super good to experience. I think if the game was twice as long or something, it it's too much. I think like hitting it through in five, six, seven hours or something, it's just the perfect experience. To the point where it feels more like an experience than a game. You're just, you're just trapped there, and you've got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, um, um, it, it kind of reminds me of like, and uh, uh, please don't mistake this analogy, but it's kind of like uh, a Mario, like Mario One on the NES. It doesn't have a lot of tricks up its sleeve, but what it does, it does really well. And sometimes you just are in the mood for what that one thing is. Um, I've probably replayed Dead Space like six or seven times by now. Uh, it's something that at least once a year, it's just, hey, I have a free day. Let's Dead Space it. And you just you, you go on and you shoot an aliens and it feels great. The one thing I have to knock about this game, Craig. Well, actually, actually a couple of things. The only real major thing is it's a bit soppy towards the middle. Like it sags a bit. Okay. Just in the, because I mean you're an engineer and they're having you do engineering stuff. So you're like, I got to fix that thing now. All right, let's just go fix that thing. You know, it, it's that kind of thing um, is, do you remember the marketing campaign? Oh God, no, no. Oh, I mean, it was probably different over there, but here it had all of these commercials of like, we showed a bunch of moms dead space. And then it has like reaction videos of middle-aged women grasping their pearls and having their monocles pop out. Oh God! Yeah, it was it was that kind of thing, and it's like, guys, guys, it looks fun, but this is stupid. Um, kind of worked on me at the time. I was like, well, if it's getting those kind of reactions, <laughs> I I must play this. But yeah, uh, Dead Space is, is, if you catch me on a good day, I might say it's one of my favorite PS3 games. Otherwise, it's it's a franchise that I enjoy wholeheartedly in terms of like horror. I, I think it stands with the big boys, put it that way. So, uh, final thoughts, Craig? Uh, just what I said earlier, I, it's a fabby-dabby wee game to the point where I will pick it up on the PS3. And honestly, Physical I think or I digital? might own Dead 
the, I might own Dead Space 2 Digital. I've got everything digital. I don't have physical anything. There's nothing physical in my house. Not even the PlayStation. It's a digital <laughs> console. Um, I will pick it up in some shape or form. Probably digital. Okay. Because uh, you you got to save your Blu-ray drive for when you need it. <laughs> <laughs> when you need to watch your Blu-rays, of course. I have no Blu-rays because I buy everything oh. digital. <laughs> Craig, when The Last of Us happens, you're going to be there with nothing because all the servers will be down. Can you imagine? Oh, no, I, but- on the other hand, get to feel superior for about 40 seconds before I get mm-hmm. slaughtered for my food. Yeah. What you need is you need to completely and utterly prep your whole house. You know, like prepper style. You need heaps of food, heaps of everything, locked down, and you're sorted. You can replay whatever you want, and then I will row my way over to you. Oh, hey, that sounds... That's, uh, so we're going with a worldwide flood in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we, we well, can, no, uh, there is a natural body of water between our yeah, countries. Yeah, but you can't start at your house and then start rowing. I'll it's going to take you a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, it might take me a wee while. I guess you could sit in but... the boat making rowing motions while the wife and kids carried the boat to the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think that would work. Yeah. If they, if they carried me to the nearest ocean as well, I'll have to go around the whole of Scotland at the top <laughs> to then go across the Atlantic. Well, that seems like a them problem, not a Craig problem. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I know. Yeah. Anyway, what we're we saying? Uh, final thoughts? Yeah, like fantastic wee game. I don't I, absolutely nothing negative as far as I'm concerned. It's not as scary as what I thought it was because I thought we were playing Alien Isolation. So if everything after that was just a complete relief. Mm. Um. Then okay, I don't. I don't get this, uh, and I know a lot of people do. What about the Xenomorphs? Is so scary. It's not the Xenomorphs. I think in my head, Alien Isolation is about hiding in cupboards, and the timing and the tension that comes. Oh, with that. so so like the the uh, the wrapping is completely irrelevant. It's it's what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because so I that's what's getting me. I love the Xenomorph. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I never really well, I thought th- they were scary. No, I don't think it's scary. Like Alien, Aliens, the. Almost top in top five would be Alien, and maybe Aliens in top ten. I, I love the films. I I absolutely adore it. I can sit and watch them again and again. And I don't watch a lot of films, but I could sit and watch them. So it's nothing to do with that. It's to do with the trappings of the game and the mechanics in there. Give me basically, as I said at the start, give me a gun, and I'll be absolutely fine. Make me hide in a cupboard. And I might actually put myself. Okay, all right. I um, that does open up some games. Now that I know that, okay, as long as you have an agency, is because I don't like to pick horror very often because of that. Um, so, but you would feel the same way about like Outlast or Amnesia. Oh as yeah, you do yeah, about yeah, yeah. okay, gotcha. All right, so uh, you heard it here first, folks. Guns make things not scary, and that's not coming from the American. Just pointing that out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what have right. I become? So, um, a little bit of admin. Due to uh, Craig's schedule and my schedule, we're having to record these kind of in batches. So, uh, these will probably be on a little bit on the shorter side. I mean, as you can tell, not too short because we like to talk. 
But um, so if anything happens and like, you know, Sony headquarters explodes and we're still here talking about, I don't know, Donkey Kong Country and not acting like anything happened, that's why. So if you could please make sure nothing major happens in this sphere in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Our success depends on you. Yes. This way, we can just sit here, drink a pint and say, yeah, stupid audience, they made us bad. <laughs> not our ineptitude at all uh okay so next coming up we have craig is it super meat boy or is it plants versus zombies first i believe it's plants versus zombies there are zombies on your lawn craig oh my goodness was this my pick or your pick this was your pick because you weren't going to pick that space (laughs) Uh, of course so I picked Plants vs. Zombies purely because it's an awesome game. We have played the original. We together played Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. And we dabbled in Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. And, and 3. That is where, and 3. And that is where this idea came from was because it's it's evolved so much that we would take it back to its planty roots. Oh my god. Oh, you really you should have left out planty. You could have had it perfectly. God uh, damn it. So as Craig uh. just let slip after Plants vs. Zombies comes Super Meat Boy. Uh, this will finish off our chronological gaming, and we wanted something that both of us really hate and love at the <laughs> same time. Uh, after <laughs> that, for Retro Rewind Front, we have, uh, we're going to do a bit of just a look back at what we played this year and talk about you know, how we feel about them, if things changed in our minds. Uh, the next big game for the Bit Effect is, if I could send a chef fingers just mwah, to every one of you, I would. Uh, we are playing Darkest Dungeon. Mike, uh, he tried, he assaulted the first place, went insane, so he's not going to be able to appear on the episode. But we will carry on in his stead. Uh, Craig, uh, what class would you like to be? Uh, oh, God, that's a really good question. I think I'm going to go with Grave Robber. Really? It's, is it the hat? It's the hat. It's the really offensive, you know, like, axe in the face. And then the ability to hide for a good amount of time. <laughs> um, as uh, this, this is a sentence I never thought I would ever utter in my entire life uh i would like to be the leper <laughs> uh, oh, so i mean yeah the leper rex house is it hugh hugh oh sorry right yeah oh my god that's his um attack the front two rose oh yeah hugh. i thought you were saying hugh as in like hugh grant and i was like what hugh is his name <laughs> hugh i didn't know that hugh. the leper's <laughs> name is hugh you get Reynolds, the Crusader, and Hugh, the Leper. I uh, it works well for me. Okay, so uh, yeah, so uh, if you have any thoughts on Darkest Dungeon or Super Meat Boy or Plants vs Zombies, or even if you know, on the off chance that you're playing some of these games with us, if you want to send in, hey, this is what I enjoyed this year, uh, let us know. Uh, we can't include it on the episode. But we, uh, I wouldn't mind doing a special if people write in and are like, hey, you know, that kind of thing. So. Thank you very much for listening. Always shoot the limbs first. And uh, Craig, say goodnight to the fine people. Good night, fine people. It's been a blast. I was trying to find a slicing off limbs thing like you're a real cut up, but I, I just couldn't. All right. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>